Evil Jeff back behind the mic once again. Welcome into Memes and Musings. It's been a few moments since I've last recorded. Yeah, almost six weeks at this point. And the anchor apocalypse is upon us where it's harder to get messages to individuals and so forth. But that is not why I've been absent. No, the new job has been really the main culprit. As I got into the new job, the new role, I was really struck after a couple weeks of how much time I had at the other job where in between activities that I could take a moment for reading up RPG materials, uh, maybe looking at podcast stuff, listening to a piece of a podcast from somebody else. But I don't have that luxury here at this moment. Uh, maybe further down the line, I might be able to take some time here and there during the day, breaks and so forth. But been going full tilt since I got the job. And, you know, when you're out of work for six and a half months, you, uh, you don't realize exactly how much you stop using your brain. I was really trying to do a lot and keep my mind active and engaged this first two weeks of work here you go home and it's like wow I, I have a hard time thinking and RPG stuff did uh, take a back seat at that point because I literally didn't have the wherewithal to or desire for that matter of fact to even begin to think about RPG stuff I had to do mindless stuff to kind of wind down everything. But now that we're getting back into the groove of things, I can start recording. Now, why can I start recording? Well, one night a week, I have to stay late at work. And it's not because of work. No, no, we get to pin this all on the youngest minion, Minion Gamma. Yep, she is, once again, doing the... Uh, violin stuff the strings project and her classes are such that there's um, two of them that she does and they're both of them on Thursday they're back to back her individual group class with lessons and so forth and then the orchestra the orchestra is the last part of the day that goes until 6:45 so I've got an hour and 30 40 minutes basically in which I can sit at work and do other things that are not work related and then go get her because she literally is two blocks away from where I currently work now so it works out that way I don't have my recording set up just yet um, we'll start bringing in the mic on Thursday so I can do the recordings and so forth a little bit better but now I can actually get back into it and continue on albeit a bit slower but continue on with our going through of Talislanta I know there's some people out there probably still kind of wondering if I'm going to get to it or not I mean after six weeks of hearing nothing you're probably like wow I guess we're going to be out of luck but no no you're not it's coming. 
since the last episode back at the end of July, I did get two messages. I've held on to them this length of time because I was just not in the mental state to even try to record anything. So let's hear from uh, each of our callers one at a time here and see what they've got to say. Evil Jeff, it's Che. Just uh, sad to hear that um, Anchor is sort of slowly shutting down the ease of discovering, finding shows, listening to them, and, of course, sending in messages. Uh, one of the problems I have with uh, clicking the link at the top of show notes, well, personally, is the app I use for my podcasts, uh, as soon as the episode's finished, it kind of, like, archives it. So that means I have to then go in and find the archive file and da 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 and then get to the show notes and then press the button and get there. I'm actually using the Anchor app right now to send this message. So um, I don't know if that's a solution for everybody. But, um, hey, I do appreciate the fact that you're putting those links in there so you can go to the web page and, and leave a message that way. Um, that's really cool. And um, I'm really sad to hear that you might not be continuing. So I really hope that isn't the case. I hope you find a new platform um, and, uh, you know, find a way of, of taking this all forward. Because your show, I really enjoy and miss if it's not around. Game on. Che Webster of Roleplay Rescue fame. And thank you, my friend, for calling in. Have I gone away? Nope. Am I going away? Nah, I'm like a bad penny. Or maybe a bad farthing, you know, if we're going to be English about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking around. Got to make it easier for people to, or make it less complicated, or do something so people can actually leave me a message. By this point, Anchor has already killed off the ability to message somebody through the app, so you are going to have to go through the web page. Several of the other anchorites out there, and we know who they are, have done SpeakPipe, including you, Jay, and that's probably a good place for me to go. So, I guess I'll set up a SpeakPipe account and put that in the show notes as well. And if there's some other ways of doing it, I guess we'll try that. I mean, anybody could always just send an audio file, and after... You know, the problem with audio file was sending it via email was a pain in the butt because it's always larger than or could theoretically be larger than what somebody could take. Now, the way around that is to put it into uh, Google Drive, OneDrive, a Tresser Drive, and send somebody a link so they can download it. That's one way around it. But as we now hear people doing, uh, if you are on Discord, record an audio file and then upload it through Discord as a message to an individual. So there we go. There's another way that we can get things. So, yeah, thank you, Anchor Community, for being creative and showing us different ways of doing it. You know, the nice thing is that if you do the web app, from Anchor, uh, as long as you're not driving, then you get the opportunity to say, oh yeah, hey, web page, you're allowed to uh, record, use the microphone when I try to record things. It does allow you to at least title the comment, and it'd probably be, be good to put your name in there, 
so that we at least know who the comment's from because as far as I can tell, you won't know who the comment is from because it doesn't ask you for an email address. So there's a drawback there. But needless to say, we can we can still communicate and I, I do appreciate it and I, I'm not going anywhere, Chase. You're still going to hear musings. In fact, I'll have some sort of musing at the end of this. In fact, let's go ahead and have part of a musing because... I received another message from a new person, and after hearing it, I realized that I had a slight problem. Hi, Evil Jeff. I'm Joe, first-time caller. I just heard your episode about the Anchor apocalypse, and one thing you never covered is what exactly is Anchor changing? Um... I think from what you said, they're changing the way that we have to leave feedback for you. If that's the only change, I'm not sure it's cost effective for you to move, but of course it's up to you. Anyway, thanks for the show. I would love to know more about what the Anchor Apocalypse is. Thanks. New caller there, Joe. Uh, JP Gill is how it's listed through Anchor. Has a podcast that he called Decahedron Podcast, but there's no episodes in there and uh, Joe I hope you are still listening and uh, what can I say you by this point if since you uh, had a podcast through there through anchor you know some of the changes that have happened but this is the musing that I have I've got to be more aware of my audience I, I'm too comfortable talking to a group of people here on this podcast and not thinking about the fact that there are new people out there. I know Colin over at Spike Pit has thought of this as he takes down episodes, remixes them, puts them back out there, kind of a, a curated content in a way, but also pointing out the fact that we call each other so many times that we start speaking in code. I mean, we talk about a Jackson, you know, that's a thing of the past now through the Anchor app, you know, and and other little things, you know, we might still call it a Norton when uh, we stop an episode and record a response and send it, though that may not be as effective through, without the Anchor app anymore, but, you know, you still get the idea there, and I realize that I was doing Joe a disservice and other people, people who might be listening to this podcast for the first time. So I realized that I need to make a conscious effort in not being one to speak in a lot of code, you know, speak to a broader audience. Yeah. A failing. Hmm. But Joe, you're still out there. Yeah. It's just harder for me to for you to get a message to me. And I do agree with you. Is it cost effective for me to go to another platform and everything? Probably not at this point. However, there are those out there of the other people that use the Anchor app for their podcasts. They've been looking at other options out there. And there are a few of them out there that seem like they could be okay. But the one thing I think that holds most people back is that quick messaging. 
And unless an app has that quick messaging feature where you can call somebody back and everything, I don't really think people are going to move too quickly. But it it's a wonder what we will do. And I appreciate you uh, leaving me that message and making me think about that. Um, especially the fact that here I was saying things that may not have made a lot of sense to somebody. Yeah. Got to learn not to speak too much in code. So there you go. And hopefully other people, uh, other podcasters that I know listen to Means Musings, uh, maybe Joe will give you a call. Which reminds me, I probably should start putting show, you know, links in, again in my show notes for people to you know, say, oh yeah, he talked about XYZ podcast, ABC podcast, and get there to him. I used to do that, stop doing it. Yeah, that's laziness on my part. I really should support you because I know some a lot of you support me. Is it the same way? Eh. But I got a smaller group of people that listen to me. <laughs> well, there's that. Um, was there any other musing that I had in my head? Well, after a moment or two of thinking about it, not really a lot of other things running through my head. The little things here and there that I've heard in other podcasts that kind of spark a, a thought recently over with Rob down in the heat podcast talking about uh, character death and critical hits and so forth and comments made uh, by Joe from hindsightless podcast sparked a thought you know low hit points on characters can possibly lead to death you know very easily which you know we all know are aware of but as I got to thinking about it, it's like, if I was going to create an adventurer, maybe instead of maximum hit points, because I know there's some people that balk at that, how about saying that the character is going to meet a minimum? And the minimum maybe should be at least 50% of whatever the maximum is. You know, if you're talking 1d4, they have to have at least, well, actually, it's got to be more than 50%. So, your magic user, let's say in this case for d4, would have either 3 or 4 hit points to start off with. None of this 1 or 2 hit point stuff. Our fighter that gets a d8 would then be 5, 6, 7, or 8. Now, I would still roll the d8 and if you roll one through four then i just give you a five but then you still have the possibility of six seven or eight at that point i, I mean it's a way to do that i know some people be like oh we'll do one d4 plus four yeah but what i'm thinking is that i want to say the average adventurer is slightly above average hit points there are the exceptional adventures that have even higher amounts of hit points by doing a 1d4 plus 4 
I'm really giving, you know, five, six, seven, eight equal chances of coming up. So, still roll the 1d8. If you don't meet the minimum, which is above 50%, so we're starting at 5, 1 through 4, you start off at 5. But then that's a smaller amount of getting 6, 7, 8. Yeah, it's just a, it was a thought of having that available in there. Yeah, let's see what you other people think about that. One other musing, the D&D moving to the D&D 1 and the rules there I haven't read them yet uh, I really have kept away from any podcasts that are talking about it and such for reviewing it which is just my prerogative on there but I got to thinking about it if we're streamlining some stuff and getting rid of content that could be offensive While that might open it up for a lot more people, I've got a feeling there's going to be a backlash against Wizards of the Coast and this D&D edition, um, where there's going to be a lot of people who won't go after it, who who will stick with what they have. You know, there's all sorts of terms we could use there, but, and we know there are people out there that are going to be opinionated about their gaming and so forth. If you're trying to run a fantasy game, why can't your fantasy world be inclusive? If you're going to run a realistic game, you know, something that had, you know, based in realism of, say, a time in our history, then yes, it is definitely going to be uh, not friendly to a lot of different people. A lot of the sword and sorcery books that we read that are held up as a good example of what the gaming was built on originally and these are books that are still thought of very well the writers at the time had their opinions and they were not some of them not popular some of them were bigoted some were not inclusive but you still, you know, see people liking them, you know. And I think there's a bit of realism in there, in these harsh environments where you've got a lot of, or a small number of people with power, and a lot of people without power, there is that oppression. Different groups are not going to like other ones, because maybe they've got something the other ones have. Or some old grudge. Not a lot of information being passed along. But if the new D&D is going to try to eliminate that. I don't know if I really want to bother playing it. I think I'll teach people, hey, you know, let's play some other games. Let's play something else. Now granted, I could play the new edition my own way. I do always have that ability. Uh, something weird that just crossed my mind. Still trying to get my thoughts underneath me. 
Well, that's probably enough for today. But I will be getting back into the habit of recording. And, you know, when you've got a full hour and 30 minutes in which you can sit down and lay down some stuff, I guess you guys, it's a good thing to have some time there to do it. Might as well make the most of it. Until next time, thank you for listening. Send me a message. I'll respond, hopefully, a lot faster than I did this last time. Be safe out there gaming. Get out and enjoy yourselves. And have fun.